Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, houseofcupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speaking Quarantine Podcast. Uh, I'm Jay Black, joined by Jessica Gibson. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. So great to be here. Uh, Yeah, it feels like only about eight hours ago that we just recorded last week's, and here we are, 168 hours later, uh, recording another one. And uh, Jessica, we she we we had a five minute conversation before the podcast, and she said, "Why aren't we recording this?" Which was uh, the right the right answer. Uh, I I let my now Jessica, having heard the plot of the movie, should I have let my daughter watch this movie? Having heard your wife's voice <laughs> explaining what was happening over your explanation, uh, I think like t- totally clued me off that she should not have been watching this. Yeah. And yeah, you remind me of my cool uncle that used to um, play South Park when I was in like sixth grade yeah. and just explain those jokes, which, you know, by the time I was in college, I started to understand what they were talking about. Right. Uh, probably. Uh, it's probably good to be a cool uncle, but you shouldn't be a cool uncle when you're the father. So I feel kind of bad. <laughs> I, I just so the people at home know, I let my daughter watch, uh, uh, you know, probably about 45 minutes of uh, Stanley Kubrick's uh, Lolita, which, if you don't know, is a uh, movie about a pervert named uh, Humbert Humbert, uh, Humbert Humbert, actually is his name. I always do the French pronunciation, who marries a woman, falls in love with the woman's daughter. They run off together after the, the woman kills herself. Here, like realizing that his her, her um, husband is a weirdo with his uh, 50, with her fifteen year old daughter. By the way, in the book she was twelve. In the movie they upped her age to fifteen to make it, I guess, less awful. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. they, they, both of it's awful. Um, make it more relatable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, my my daughter and I watched it mostly be, uh, for Peter Sellers, who is uh, plays Claire Quilty, the sort of dark image to Humbert Humbert. Humbert. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, because my, my daughter wants to be a comedic actress. So we were watching Peter Sellers and how great, uh, Peter Sellers is in that movie. But, uh, we had to wait till my wife left so I wouldn't get in trouble for showing it to her. But I sit with her, Jessica, and explain. She wasn't at the store long enough to get through the whole movie. No, no, I got, she came home and I got in trouble. But here's why I justify it. Because it's important for a, a nine-year-old girl like my daughter to understand that all men are evil and awful and to stay away from them. All oh, men. All men, Jessica. That's not true. What about her brothers? Yeah, no, her brothers are awful too. I mean, not awful in the same way that like uh, a guy not in her family uh, is awful, but still awful. Just stay away from all boys at all times, all, always. You know why fathers... Uh, want girls to stay away from boys? I'll tell you, Jessica. Um, why? Because we're all liars who are waiting for a girl to figure out that we're liars. 
And when we get one, we go, oh my God, she fell for it. And then we marry her. <laughs> and then we, like years go by and then you have a daughter and you realize, oh my God, there's going to be other men coming to lie to this girl as well. And you know all their tricks. So you're like, oh, oh God, no, no, don't fall for the same thing your mother fell for. That's why. Because we know how awful men are. And when we see you credulous, like you're like, oh no, there's some good guys. No, yeah. there's no good guys, Jessica. Oh, They're man. all terrible. Now, I, oh, wait, go on. I so, feel like you're missing the biggest part of this is when I, we got on the phone before we recorded. You're like, oh, I'm so casually just watching the classics. Yeah. We had to finish the classic movie with my daughter. And I was like, I have a feeling it's not Lion King. Yeah. Oh, no. That, it's, I, we, I got uh, YouTube um, TV, which is like, we talked about this. this uh, and AMC has all of their movies commercial free. So I just went through and did like 100 uh, classic movies and like movies from the 20s, 30s and 40s. That I, and in this case, the 60s that I've been wanting to watch. So the quarantine, I've been going through them. And my daughter is the only one who uh, cares enough about old movies to come in and watch with me. Yeah, Chase would not sit down and watch any of that with me for sure. Oh, he's not a big uh, black and white two hour and 40 minute 1960 kind of movie guy? No, but I like some of them are so ridiculous, like uh, How to Marry a Millionaire. Oh, is that uh, Jane Mansfield in that? Yeah, I think that was on like Netflix. So like I saw that, you know, before the quarantine, but I, those I, are good movies. I love them. I love them so much. Uh, Casablanca. The, Casablanca. We I saw in the theater at a revival with my son. Now I've seen the movie like ten thousand times, but when you see it in the theater and it was a sold out screening, you realize that every single thing Humphrey Bogart says in that movie is hilarious because like you can't stop laughing. Uh, it's, I, I think all men, I've wanted to write a book about this for the longest time, which is Humphrey Bogart's like five foot five, 130 pounds. He's got a gross, ugly troll face. And yet every single guy who's ever seen a Humphrey Bogart movie wants to be Humphrey Bogart. And I, I, I want to get to the root of why that is, because I think it explains men. Oh, interesting. Maybe because I can't see how tall he is. Possibly because he's so short, but I, I think it's, I think there's something about the fact that he's completely uh, disconnected emotionally from everything around him that all men go, yeah, that seems nice. I'd like to be disconnected emotionally as well. Yeah, but well, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it, like every time an emotion actually squeaks through my head, I'm like, oh no, this sucks. There's, there's never been something good that's coming out of me having an emotion. Yeah. I thought you were emotional since you're always, like, talking. So uh, here's the thing. That's why I admire Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. I am, uh, I am, yes, very much an emotional person, but I'm still a man, so I hate all of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as the emotions are coming out of me, like, I, I have very high highs, very low lows. Uh, I hug and kiss uh, the, the people that I love constantly. But every time it happens, I'm like, I should probably not be doing any of this. I should probably be in a room smoking cigarettes and drinking scotch and not showing anybody any kind of feeling at all. Yeah, like a gangster. Like Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> but just getting back to that just original thought about all men being evil, I realized something watching my wife, which is mm -hmm. my wife knows that all girls are evil too. 
because right. when she sees like I was like, you know, I know that you tricked me. Like, like I could see my daughters do it where they go, daddy, I need your muscles. And I jump out and go, how can I help? I need to show you that I'm strong. But they like my daughter's four and manipulating me in order to get me to do stuff that she wants me to do by complimenting my ego. And I'm like, what are you going to do when like there's a girl in, in Keen's life doing that to him, like manipulating him? And she's like, I'll kill that bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, I oh don't my- have brothers, but I always hear like that's what like sisters worry about is like some guy, some girl just swinging in and all of a sudden your brother just listens to him all the time. Just gets uh, gets sucked in the same way you you want to control them. Mm-hmm. That's I I'm convinced that's the popularity of The Sims. Uh, like women love that video game The Sims. I think because they can just uh, make them do whatever. It's like uh, a dollhouse where the, everybody has to do exactly what they say. Right. Have you been sucked into The Sims during quarantine? So we haven't been playing The Sims. Uh, we've been playing. I think we talked about this before. Jackbox yeah. TV. Uh, which right. I cannot uh, recommend highly enough. But my son and daughter just started playing Civilization with me. And I told uh-huh. you about this one, too. You start as a settler, and then it takes like 10 hours to play one game. And you like create a vast, uh, 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 powerful empire. And it's wonderful that my kids are playing now. Oh, man. So nothing's changed in the past week. Well, the one thing that has changed, Jessica, is my bike finally got fixed. So all uh-huh. five of us can go out and ride our bikes together. And we're like the... Uh, now, I realized just as it was about to come out of me, it's going to sound racist, but it's my last name, so it's not. We're like a black biker gang. Oh, that sounded so sweet until you put it that way. Yeah. So we're just like riding around, just like finding punks that we can... Uh, uh, we uh, do our bike circle around. Uh, it's it's awesome. Um, they just reopened all the trails uh, around me and like my dog parking stuff. So I can now... Ride around on there guilt free. Wait, is I this, used to just sneak on and feel really entitled and jerky about it. Are you happy about this though? Because aren't people coming to the trails like from outside of your town or no? Um, yeah, well, people have to like a lot of people will drive over, but I just felt really guilty like being on there in the first place when it clearly had like red stop signs saying trails closed, turn back. It's not accessible, oh, so which you, obviously it's a trail in the woods, so you can obviously get to it any time. You were doing it anyway, so what you're saying is you were, but now you don't have to feel bad about it. Well, because it was like right in my backyard. I wasn't like parking and taking a trip to get there. Right. Yeah, you so, feel yeah. kind of ownership of that. Yeah, I mean, and there's nowhere else to go. Jessica, I'm very curious. What do you think about all these states that are like? Because uh, we're recording this Tuesday afternoon. It'll it'll publish tomorrow. So we're we're up to date here. We're not recording this uh, months ago. Uh, the protest happened this weekend where people were going out to reopen the the government during the pandemic. I think oh you can gosh. guess how I feel about this. But I'm curious, what do you feel about this? Uh, some of the like the people walking around the streets of the capitals with guns. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are creeps. Don't, like, put me in that bucket. Um, I think that we saved a lot of lives um, quarantining and helping the population that, you know, would have really gotten, we would have lost a lot of people. Right. But, yeah, I think we do need to open back up because I can't imagine being laid off or furloughed and not sure how you're going to pay your bills. So you don't want you know, all the fixes to be worse than what's happening. 
So what if the experts are correct? And I tend to think that they are. If we open up early, everything relapses, it goes terribly again, and then we have to start from square one. If that happens, like, if the choices are wait two more weeks and be okay, or open up immediately and possibly have to do this for another two months, like, it doesn't playing safe make sense here? Well, I think my walking trails and stuff were closed, like, two weeks later. So if they're opening up two weeks earlier... I feel like that's kind of on on the path that people are recommending. Here, you know? Here's what I'll say. I am 100% okay with uh, Republicans going back to work. Uh, so uh, I'm clear with that. I say go for it. And then we'll, we'll hang out. The rest of us will hang out in quarantine. And we'll, see, we'll just see how it shakes out. I, I th- it feels like it's an evil streak that you're... No, 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 no. I <laughs> I think that this will truly make America great again. Uh, but here's the thing. If Wait. you are somebody that is protesting that you want to go back to work, you have to sign away your rights uh, to uh, go to the hospital. It, like, everybody else gets to go to the hospital in front of you. And I think if we yeah. do that, then we're clear. Because then you, you want to take the... Along the ventilator. Right. The ventilator goes to somebody who, uh, you know, because I have uh, friends right now who one just got out of the ICU. He's a doctor uh, mm-hmm. and the, uh, his wife is now in the ICU. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you're just like outside oh looking in. Oh, my God. In. That's so sad. It's terrible. And it's like, yeah, this is people are dying. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, but like when this started, like, you know, stay inside quarantine. But like I see my parents a lot. And I think they'd be really upset if I was just kind of MIA for a whole month, not like showing up for any family events. So I didn't want to like upset them more by like avoiding them all this time versus staying in my house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want things to be worse off after the fact because we did what the government went and told us to do. And you don't want to overreact. So. There's a, there's a great thing called the overreaction paradox, and I think that's what we're we're doing right now, which is everything seems like an overreaction when it works. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you go, uh, oh, my God, that spark is going to burn down the house, and you throw a bucket of water on it, that seems like an overreaction, uh, but everything seems like an overreaction if your house doesn't burn down. So, like, yeah. the longer your house doesn't burn down, it seems like everything that you're doing to prevent your house from burning down is an overreaction. But something that's in, like, looks like an overreaction could quite possibly be just the appropriate reaction because it's working. And having, like, both of my parents dead, I'll tell you, I'd rather my parents be alive and mad at me than uh, dead and not. <laughs> yeah, but my parents are, like, your age. Yeah, that's true. I am I am very old. Uh, well, I, I lost my mom when I was your age. And uh, oh, okay. I lost my dad, uh, was it seven years ago now? God dang, I'm old. Uh, but like, you know, I, my father-in-law was like doing the thing where he was like driving around and like he'd like, like every boomer fig- figuring like, well, I'm invincible. And uh, I showed him, um, uh, I sent him a video of what the ICU looks like right now that was uh, making its way around the internet. And yeah. I explained to him, like, yeah, no, this is going to, like, murder you, and you can be as mad as you want at me, but, like, hey, in a year when you're able to yell at me for being an overreactive liberal cuck, that would be great. I would be thrilled for you to be able to do that rather than be dead. So is that 
this is a fight you guys did have? It is a fight that it was a one-sided fight because he like there was no leg for him to stand on. He was like, "Well, no, I mean it's not that bad." I'm like, "No, you're not coming into my house. Uh, if you wanna, if if you want to like talk to us through the door to see your grandkids, you can." Uh, and like early on, he thought I was being ridiculous and my, my, re- all of my relatives think I'm being ridiculous, but it says this thing has drawn on. They've gone, well, maybe Jay had a point as, uh, you know, 50,000 people are dead now. Yeah. No, that's sad. Yeah. So, uh, it's, we, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to turn this into just a conversation about, uh, uh coronavirus because I'm sure everybody everywhere is having it. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I do believe when it comes to, like, uh, weird alien pandemics that no one understands, better safe than sorry. Because you're saying now there are people that, like, had it that are getting it again, which seems insane. Yeah. So, like, just, just stay away. Everybody, stay home. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what side of the argument I'm on, I'm on. Like, I do think people need to make money and, like have some type of income before they get very hurt yeah. but i haven't left my house like much at all i i other think than to see my parents <laughs> i'll be honest with you the bernie sanders two thousand dollars a month to every person in the country until this thing is over sounds great to me mm-hmm. hey, yeah i'm not getting that though <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, if you're already making money, you're good. But like, you know, and I—I'll be honest, I've been doing pretty well with these college shows, so I'm doing just fine. So I think that uh, you know, everybody that needs it, just take care of them. Like, it, it's if your your if your uncle had tuberculosis and was coughing mm-hmm. up blood and was like, I got to go work in the coal mine, you'd go, Hey, Uncle Uncle Joe, don't work in the coal mine. You're going to die. I will take care of you to the best of my ability. I think we mm-hmm. just need to do that. As a country, for everyone. Just like, I think that's why Bill is not getting on these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't want to have this conversation with you. Well, I, it's one of those deals where, like, all of this makes a lot more sense in the face of a pandemic. Like, when you're talking about, like, should we take care of someone who lost their job in a regular time? Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to take the conservative approach. But I think, like... If you can't work, like Republican governors getting up there and going like, well, we got to open the economy. What are you going to do? It's like not open the economy. Like, that's what you, yeah, like, but I could see like from your dad just being like, you know, what is he in his 80s? Just being like, I'm living my life. No one's going to tell me what to do, especially not the government. Like you can see that angle, too. Right. Like why he feels that way. I can understand why he feels that way, but the fact that he endangers everybody else is the problem. If he wants to not wear a seatbelt, fine. Then just die when you hit a, a, a car. But this is not the equivalent of the government telling you what to do. This is the equivalent of the government telling you don't drink and drive. Like, it's not overwhelming. To, it's, it's not an overreach for the government to go, if you get into a car when you're drunk, you've done something wrong. You, are, you can spread disease to other people by doing this. So if you're just walking around doing whatever the hell you want to do because the government isn't going to tell you what to do and you get a health worker sick or you get a family member sick or if you get some jerk, you know, jerk, some like poor jerk working at a supermarket sick, then you're evil. You're not just... You're not just being like, ah, the government can't tell me what to do. I'm a libertarian. You're murdering people. So don't do that. Last time I was at the grocery store, there was a woman with 
uh, she was way older. So I was already like, you know, why is she in the middle of the day or, you know, at the end of the day, like not going during the senior hour shopping. Right. She had this like six foot pole with her. And I was like, is she going to whack me with that? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like, am I going to get hit if this lady gets too close to me going down the aisle? I told my son that I'm going to start wearing clown pants. You know, there's like clown, like the ones that have a hoop on it. You know, like the big uh-huh. giant. Cl- I'm gonna get six foot clown pants so that no one can get within six feet of me. Um, where do you have? Where do you get them from? I'm assuming a clown emporium. Oh, okay. The clown school. Clown school. Uh, perhaps uh, Amazon dot clown. <laughs> it's a. Um, it's Amazon for clowns. I was walking down the trail, and there was this like very Euro guy, like dressed, walking down in the opposite direction, smiled, waved at me. He had so much cologne on when we passed each other it was definitely like more than six feet away and i was like that's a method of keeping people away just to completely drown yourself in like gucci cologne you know what maybe he's protecting himself like maybe the coronavirus can't survive like drucker nor what's it all of that alcohol in it yeah like the like somebody sneezes on him but the coronavirus is going to die two feet out from the gucci cologne yeah Obsession by Calvin Klein is the only thing known to take out COVID-19. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, I, I, I guess because I'm, I'm still doing okay doing uh, comedy shows and uh, I'm enjoying my quarantine watching inappropriate movies with my daughter, I'd like it to go on, I'm just thinking, another 35 years. Have you left the house at all? I haven't left the house in three weeks. I've, I'm just imagining your daughter, like, 35 at her virtual, like, laptop wedding, but she's just going to live in your house, and then... <laughs> I am 100% okay with this. Be married off on Facebook Live. That's fine. She can get married in Second Life. I'm fine with that. She can she can have, like, some avatar do uh, uh, do the marriage thing. That's fine by me. Right. And, I, and you know, I, there's still lots of movies that we haven't watched together, so... I just want to stay in my. I've left my house to take walks, but I haven't gone to a store. I haven't. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten in a car. I've been. In, I haven't been in a car in three weeks. It's mm-hmm. weird. I feel like I'm a European peasant. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to drive anymore. Yeah, but I. I fixed a dishwasher. I told you. Uh, I yeah. cleaned my whole garage, and I'm thinking about building a deck. Oh, that would be awesome! You got to build a deck. So I got to get a circular saw, uh, and I got to get wood and a nail gun. And I don't and like a friend who knows what he's doing. So I figure I can figure it out myself. YouTube, baby. YouTube and uh, uh, time. If you YouTube plus time equals anything. Well, it sounds like you're being very productive. I'm being. I love it. This is great. All I needed was uh, the government to tell me not to leave my house for three weeks, and I'm finally getting shit done. Yeah, I haven't gotten bored like yet because I haven't run out of all my errands on my to do list, like gardening and that type of thing. I read an article that was interesting about how like a forced pause. We've never had a forced pause like this before, where the whole country's had to like just sort of take a breather all at once. Like mm-hmm. Americans don't take vacations. Like we don't. We don't. Like we don't, the Europeans take vacations. Yeah, where the European will go on holiday for a month. Like that's anathema to a, to a, a, an American. But we've had to do it for the last month, and I I'm wondering what it's going to be when we come back. Like, you know, just the reorganization of like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I don't need 16 hours a day of all the shit that I was doing. Maybe I only need like four hours a day of that because I like gardening. 
Right. And I, I think that that could be good from a like social perspective of all of us just sort of slowing down. Like, did you know the Russians have an idiom, uh, work like an American? Um, no, <laughs> but, gonna... because we like, well, cause they're probably tired of the Russians coming here to like pursue whatever job they wanted to do. Well, yeah, it's like we have busy as a beaver. They have, I'm working like an American. Because, no, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, Americans, like, it's funny. We're always castigating ourselves for being lazy. But on the other hand, we work 12 hours a day and, like, we don't even go to lunch. We just, like, go through a drive through and have people throw Taco Bell in our mouth at 50 miles an hour so we can get back to work faster. I mean, we're, we work a lot. Yeah, I mean, I feel good when I'm busy, though. So I feel like that's why I do it, right? But, right, but there's busy and there's also, like, I'm gardening. I'm doing yeah, to do stuff like, around my house. I'm going to build a deck. Like, that is busy. That is work. That's not, like, having a super long lunch. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess what it is is it's busy, but it's busy in the pursuit of something different than just work for work's sake. I'm not, yeah. I'm not just – I'm not doing profit – well, I'm in a weird position because I do what I love. And I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people get to do that. Like everything I get to do is like fun for me. But like mm-hmm. I, I could imagine working a job you don't like to earn money to buy, hire somebody else to build a deck for you. Like there's there's something a little bit more noble, not noble, but more satisfying in going, well, I have the time. Uh, maybe I'll just build a deck. And I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about like everybody at once in America is doing that like I, everywhere I walk, people are doing like gardening and, and uh, you know, building stuff and like washing their car and just enjoying life. It's like America's on a perpetual Sunday afternoon and I'm kind of digging it. Okay, but like in March, this all happened like a weekend after my birthday weekend. So Thanks, not to brag, Jessica. but I had, the, I had the great birthday party and then the following like Wednesday, everything shut down mm-hmm. and, and then it led into like St. Patrick's Day and stuff. So I had like a bunch of like, free weekends already that like this really didn't like disrupt any plans but now it's getting into like people canceling weddings and like major prom graduation life events that are being canceled that's, that's when it's, like getting sad that's not great no that's not yeah I, I, but like all those times that you ha- like you went out to brunch just to go out to brunch yeah skipped all those those are i'm not missing that at all like i'm yeah. I'm not missing leaving the house to go do stuff just to have something to do. I'm realizing that there's a ton of stuff around the house that just needs my attention. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I, I feel bad because my, my next door neighbor who I, I like the kid a lot, he's a senior this year and he's like all of the senior events like prom and, and graduation are, are out the door. And, yeah. And uh, hopefully he didn't play baseball. Like that would suck. He does. He plays baseball. So yeah. Poor he, kid. It's it's rough for him. All of this is rough. Um, yeah. But like that's why that's why Jessica, we got to keep the country closed down for another month. I say because because why to stamp it all out. Okay. Honestly, if no one left the house for a month and all the people who had it just you know either died or got better, it would go away forever. It's. Well- I keep thinking about what that psychic said from the very beginning, like 20 years ago. Do you remember that? No. What did the psychic say? Some psychic in this book, she was like a famous psychic, wrote down like, in the spring of 2020, um, a crazy virus will come out of nowhere and like 
infect the whole earth and then it'll go down and it'll spring up again a little bit in the fall and then it'll never come back again. Oh, well, I mean, it's, first off, a stopped clock is right twice a day. So every once in a while, uh, even yeah. the sun shines on a dog's butt. Yeah. So if you, if you yeah. make a thousand guesses, you'll get it. But yeah, that's how viruses work. Like to me, us staying inside for another month is the equivalent of like, you know how they shut down uh, like one lane of a road to try to keep the road open, but all they wind up doing is like taking the project, like make it make it two week project into five month project, and mm-hmm. traffic is terrible the whole time. So they just shut the whole road down for two weeks. And yeah, is the equivalent of that. Or just wait until the quarantine and do all the road projects then. Oh my God, that's such a good idea. Yeah. All right. On that note, Jessica. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else? Wait, real fast. No, it's good talking to you. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> it's always yeah, yeah. It's always good talking to you. But every once in a while, I go like, "Yeah, people probably shouldn't talk to me." Um, how's uh, beard, uh, Chase's beard gone? Chase's beard is gone, and he finally got a haircut for the first time in a month. Nice. How's the? Uh, did you cut his hair? Or did he go somewhere? Uh, actually, his mom cut his hair. Oh, good for her. But yeah. He looks so much better. What about the video games? It was weird to, like, get used to a person walking around all scraggly and then have, like, a beard and stuff and then suddenly look, like, so much more handsome. Yeah, he went from uh, he went from uh, uh, hippie to hot. Right. Yeah. What about the, the video game? Is he still playing video games? Yeah, he's probably in the basement right now playing video games. Wow. Are you upset with that? Or are you going to go down and play with him? Um, I... I can't get into the fake football. Mm. Um, and then I don't want to buy a game for myself because that's dumb. No, get, get a game. Get the get Animal Crossing. Just get Spider-Man. Get spider Ooh, do you have a play do you have a PlayStation? Yeah. Oh my god, get Spider-Man. It's so good. Is it really? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> you feel like you're Spider-Man. Get Spider-Man. Do it, Jessica. All right. I guess I might. Get it. No, you know what? Get it and talk about it on the podcast, then it's a write-off. All right, sounds good. I'll bill it to Bill. Yeah, bill Bill and play the and uh, we'll we'll chat about it next week on Quarantine Live or whatever the hell this is. All right, sounds good. All right, Jessica, thanks. Bye, thank you. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.